Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. Father, we thank you. We glorify your name. We've come to turning point. Cause a turning in our lives. Cause a turning in our destinies. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please do have your seats. The Lord bless you. Amen. It's a blessing to be in God's presence once more. I trust God that this turning point will be a great blessing in your life. Go with me to Romans 8, the verse 11. In a few hours, our crucified Savior will resurrect. I Therefore, sincerely believe that it is a prophetic timing for us. Do you understand? It's a prophetic timing. It's also the reason we didn't have turning point last Saturday, but rather today. Um, it is prophetic. Um, an event of that magnitude that took place in history leaves divine traces on the earth. What I mean is around that season there can be reenactments of resurrections. That's for you. Okay, Bima. Um, Bima, I've changed my mind. We have come for day Day four, Bima. I have plenty things to teach on Bima. You just don't know. <laughs> Yesterday was enough. <laughs> uh, so, there are enactments. And I believe that God wants us to be prophetic in our dealings with him. Do you, do you understand? Like, I'm not going to talk for more than um, 25 minutes. Pastor, time me. One of you should raise your hand like this when I cross 25 minutes from now. Good. 
Eric is shocked. I said, I'm not going to talk for more than 25 minutes. <laughs> Today, I want to pray. I really want to pray. Yes. Now, um, what was I going to say? So, like, for example, the celebration of your birthdays uh, is a reenactment of an event that took place many years ago. For example, even if you're just five years old, celebrating your birthday, you're saying that, no, there is a prophetic calendar and I'm keen into a rebirth. Do you understand? So, even if you just take the celebration of your birthdays, even if you don't celebrate, like I, I don't celebrate my birthday. Yeah. Um, how old am I? <laughs> I'm just old. I, I don't know how old I am. Now, even if you just, you don't celebrate, but you just acknowledge. Oh, so today is when I was born. Itself is prophetic. Do, do, do you understand? is very, very prophetic. So, that's why on a day like your birthday, I don't believe is a time for taking pictures, uh, uh, a time for nonsense. No. Let, let me show you. <laughs> the womb of time opened. It's, it's a very mysterious thing, birth. If you see how we all came into existence, it's mysterious. Yes, extremely mysterious. I mean, how does the milk of a man turn to you? It's just some, a small liquid. Do you get it? And... When we tell you that you existed in eternity and you were brought into time, you better believe it. And men are the carriers of mysteries. Do you get it? And women are the nurturers of the deposited mysteries of life. So the man and the woman in Peter, the, the book, the epistle of Peter, are considered as uh, the stewards of the grace of life. Are you listening to me? So that process itself, you know, is mysterious. So on a day of your birth, it's not a day for taking useless pictures, you know, and, and posting no, it's a day to travel because that's the day somebody came into the world. Many years after he got rich, he got broke, he suffered sickness and he said, bah, curse be the day that I was born. He even cursed the one who went and told his father that a son has been born unto you. Do, do you understand? So everything you came into the world with Call it destiny, whether sickness, whether health, whether prosperity, riches, poverty, all came through a particular time window. 
prophetically. Now that time window when it is reenacted is not a time for carnality. It's actually a time for wrestling with your destiny. That's why on my birthday I prefer spending hours in prayer. Yes, hours in prayer. Could God have a plan and a purpose for your existence? That's not manifested. This is the day I was born. Lord, remember that day. What did you have for my life? It's not a time for taking useless. And when you teach this, tomorrow is somebody's birthday. Don't still go and post. <laughs> I'm in a wonderful place, I'm telling you. Yeah. There's a famous Ghanaian YouTuber. No, not YouTuber, TikToker. And uh, just two days ago, I came across a video, uh, a video of her. And she was speaking about almost what I'm just saying. It's as though I'm even quoting her words. She, um, the daughter works with a prophet of mine now. She's uh, a, a prophet friend of mine. Um, she is at the FM, an FM station. So he, she often invites this uh, prophet friend of mine to the studio for discussions and all that. So she said her birthday was around the corner. And uh, unlike Elvina, who doesn't invite me to the studio, you know, to interview me or anything. <laughs> so, so when she, when you, do you play, if I was you, if I elbow you, not was you. Yours is elbow. So, I, I don't know Swahili. That was my disqualification. Your program was Swahili. You have a loud, lawyer mouth. <laughs> oh, it was a Swahili station. It was Swahili. FM was Swahili. Ah, okay. Q. Q. Q means test. Oh, okay. So many things I don't know. <laughs> Me, I thought Q as in the alphabet Q. Ah. Okay. So, this woman was saying that um, five days to her birthday, the prophet told her daughter to talk to the mother. He, he wants to talk to the mother. So the prophet called the mother and said, I see something happening. Those of you who don't believe in a prophetic or when you are told something, you know, for you everything is kawaida. And said to her that on this your birthday, don't celebrate your birthday. Don't do those videos people do, pictures people take. Don't do it. Now, the woman is not a believer per se. So she said that. Well, she said, all these prophets today, I've seen this. Tomorrow, I've seen this. I mean, they are the only ones who are seeing the thing. But then three days to the birthday, the prophet again insisted and said, don't do any 
celebration or, you know, showing that, oh, I'm celebrating my birthday. And then the prophet said, I'm going to give you a prophetic direction. So the prophet gave her prophetic direction. She fasted for four days leading to the birthday. Do you understand? Instead of planning how you are going to take your bookings to have sex and celebrate, pray. So for four days she fasted to the day of um, her birthday and the prophet gave her a prophetic direction. And then she said, the prophet told her, when you do the prophetic direction, whatever you see, let me know. And the woman said, she plus her pekins with her, I think she's in London, and the daughter is in Ghana. So they, they, she did a prophetic um, direction. She did a fasting for four days. I mean, this is somebody who is not even a believer, but anyway, if the prophet said I should do it, I'll do it. You are the only one, even though you say you're a Christian, you can't be told fast and you fast. Shows your level of unseriousness. You get the point now? Then she said the things she saw. She said she's not the kind who goes believing prophet A, prophet B, no, 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 not her life. But when she did a prophetic direction, the things that she saw, she said she had no idea how hated she was. She, it was shown her literally the places that people are going with her photos, her videos, and pictures of her daughters to altars. And they are telling the um, juju men, kill them. Everything was revealed to her. So she called the prophet and said, this is what I saw. Clearly, I saw it. The places people were going and the, um, the, the things they were demanding to be done to her. And she said she had no idea that I'm this much hated. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, is it, so on her birthday, she didn't, that, I think that was also a window again that the enemy would have used to mess her life or her destiny. But thank God for a prophetic word. Do you get it? So she said, she was actually now encouraging people, this is a woman who doesn't talk about um, prayer or anything, that people should, out here on the, Social media, people should be prayerful, you know, cover their children with um, the blood of Jesus. I mean, she's not like a believer per se. Do you get it? But whatever she saw woke her up. That Charlie, you may think that, ah, me, I'm just there. But there are people behind the scenes, you know, that are working against you, putting demands on strange altars against your life. Then it's your birthday and you just want to eat. You just want to have sex with your bookings. You just want to take pictures. Do you understand? When I tell people certain things, they don't believe it. Do you understand? And then they also still come back to me with their, their, 
their lives that is in tatters. People don't want to listen to your prophetic instruction, but they want you to pay a heavy price for their breakthrough. Do you get it? Yeah, I'm not good enough to instruct you prophetically, but I'm good enough to say, Father Lord, as I lay these hands, I use a spiritual hammer. I smash her, I smash her poverty. I won't smash anything. You smash it yourself. If you leave people, they'll turn you into their prayer warrior. Do you understand? Yeah, they'll turn you into their prayer warrior. Because what don't you understand that? There is the physical world and there is the spiritual world. Some of you, you go on Facebook and then you click those leaks. What will happen to Rose this year? Have, have you seen those things? Have you, then they say, oh, this year Rose will. Many of you don't know that those are psychics. Those are psychics that are predicting some things by the spirit of divination over people. You think the devil is not technologically minded? You don't know. As we speak, the devil has monitoring gadgets. There are gadgets for monitoring. Those are psychic things, you know. At the, at, the, at the onset, I used to want to see people post. It used to be very popular. Yeah. People used to, and then they post. You know, like, like you are being told, hey, uh, 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 they'll say, Lynette is marrying this year. You've seen those ones? Yeah. Huh. And we have psychics on the internet. Yes, and they have diverse ways they are operating these days. Do you get it? Yeah. So, let's not be ignorant of the devices of the devil. Do you get it? Yeah, I don't know why I'm talking about this. I wasn't going there. I was going to Romans. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So, but if the spirit of him... That raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. There is a spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead. I want you to know that. There is what? A spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead. And the apostle is saying, if, if. If, if that spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. So number one, establish this in your minds that there is a spirit that raises from the dead. And that spirit of resurrection dwells in some of us. Not all of us. <laughs> I said some of us. Apostle, why are you saying that? Well, he says if. So, you may have that spirit 
that raised Jesus from the dead. You may have that spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Are you listening to me? So if you do have that spirit, Paul says that spirit will also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. The quickening of your mortal bodies has to do with everything that concerns your life physically. Because the body is not spirit. The body is flesh. So, it is this spirit of resurrection, alright, that dwells in us, that fights to ensure that all is well with our lives. The same spirit, I think it's a good place to say this, the same spirit, the same spirit, the same spirit. Amen? If you have that spirit, the Bible says, it will quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. The caveat is, if you have that spirit. <laughs> Get the point now. Yeah. Some people don't have that spirit. They have different spirits. Yes. Everything they touch dies. That is not the spirit of resurrection that raised Jesus from the dead, that raised Christ from the dead, that you touch a business and is dying. What is the spirit that dwells in you? Yes. Some people don't have that spirit. If you marry them young and they start touching you, you start looking like an old lady. I, I needed to go there. Instead of becoming more beautiful, do you understand? In, instead of you glowing, you understand? They, by their touch, they start turning you into a, an unofficial show show. What is the spirit that dwells in you? You see, you must have a spirit that is indwelling in you that affects you outwardly. Come on now. So, the spirit dwelling in you, affecting you outwardly, is a powerful mystery. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, if the spirit that raised up Christ, he that raised up Christ, who is he that raised up Christ? The spirit. And if that spirit dwelleth in you, so, and that word dwelleth is talking about is a present continuous tense. It dwells in you. So first of all, but if the spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, we're talking about the presence of it, the existence of it. Then he said, he that raised up Christ from the dead, who is that? The spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead, 
Do you get it? Now, if he dwells in you, we're talking about permanence. We're talking about abiding. He will quicken your mortal bodies. And when we talk about mortal bodies, we're talking about physical things. So you, we are going to travel for ourselves. But I just want you to have this small Easter message that is not Bima in your mind. <laughs> Do you understand? We have moved a bit from the judgment. Uh, let's see if tomorrow we'll go into be my again or another message, uh, which is also a, an Easter message. But be my is also an Easter message. You get the point now. Those of you who have avoided it and you have come here today, I don't know what you are looking for. Frank, I don't know what you are looking for. Those of you who have avoided, Frank is the head leader of the avoidance team. Huh? Ah, no, Frank, you see that. Stano is there. I cannot believe he didn't come for the Easter program. But he has come with his nice haircut to shout, Resurrect, O Lord. Resurrect, O Lord. (laughs) Mercy. He has come for freak for freak. Mercy. Yeah, so resurrection comes by a particular spirit. You get the point now. Now, quickly before my time is up, let me show you Ezekiel 37. Let's go there quickly. Mercy. Go on, you're good with babies. Where's your wife? I need to ask now. <laughs> the way he's cooing a baby, he's good with babies. Uh, where is your wife? <laughs> Don't call her for the baby. Keep the baby. Answer my question. Where is your wife? I, I need you to have a wife. Yeah, I, this is what I want to see. I imagine that's your real baby. Yeah, and I'm teaching you. I would say, see my son. Uh, how he loves his daughter. <laughs> hey. Somebody should just see that enough and say, wow, he'll make a good husband. But you can't see. You're all seated here. You can't see. There are some men, they can't even, you, you, from the day the baby drops, now you go carry till you tire. And if you think it's a joke, no joke. Yeah, you will need a man who says, no, honey, you sleep now. Let me carry kababa for, for you for a while. Like that, just like that. Or kamama for you. Yes. Some men, they only come around after the baby is walking. You know, you now you're walking. Eh? Charlie, you are mine. <laughs> Now you are working, Charlie. You are mine now. Yeah. But to help through the most difficult stages, you know, when they are tiny like that, hey, they don't. Women, women are mighty. Let's appreciate women. Women are mighty. Yeah. No man can do that work except it is given to you from above. 
<laughs> and then to do it, and then to repeat the cycle, and then to do it and repeat the cycle. Aish. Some people have done once. We've closed the womb. Yeah. And some have done it three times, four times, five times. Eh? Women are super women. Yeah. It doesn't take ordinary skills. Yeah. It takes strength from the divine. Eh. No wonder Paul said they shall be saved through childbearing. Yeah. So continue. Eh? <laughs> it's all in the Bible. They shall be saved through childbearing. <laughs> that which you are able to do to atone for what you did in the garden is to continue in childbearing and you shall be saved. Say amen. amen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Careful. Good. Let me quickly show you something in Ezekiel 37 and we bounce. Amen. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. I, I pray this year you operate in the spirit. Amen. Yeah, please pick your Bibles. They are on the floor. <laughs> the Bible is on the floor. <laughs> Careful. Yeah, the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Bones. Say bones. Yeah. I'm not talking about brothers that are bones. I'm talking of real bones. You get the point now? Yeah. The hand of the Lord was upon me, carried me out in the spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Verse 2. And caused me to pass by them round about. And behold... There were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. Consider that the bones represent all the dead things in your life. This one that you tried, that died. This one that you tried, that, and when things die, there is a remnant of the dead thing. It is called bones. You get a point now? Yes. And most often than not, people have dead bones in their minds. I'm, I'm trying to find a suitable biblical name for, for, for this. Um, like the memory of a dead business you started in 1992. The bones. That's the bone. Yes, it's somewhere in your yeah, subconscious. Do you get it? Yeah, you, 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 ne- you never forget that you started a music career that died in 1997. You get the point now? That's the, the bones. Come on, I'm talking to somebody. Yes. Sometimes the memory is of failed relationships. You know, the one that, the only guy that amongst the hundred that had the confidence to appear before your father. And just when you were going home again, to pay the diary, he said, Nimewacha. Then the bone is there. Are, are, you, are you getting it? So, life sometimes 
People have a collection of bones, many bones of this one that didn't work, of this one that died, of this one that died just when it's supposed to come alive, of this one that didn't take off all our collections of bones. Glory to God. Verse 3. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Yeah. Stop being a child of God who knows more than God knows. Yes. Stop being that kind of a child who knows more than God knows. Do you get it? Yes. Before your father says, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's not news, I know. Yeah? 14, how old are you? Huh? 10. When they are around this age, you'll be surprised that, that this is the age they believe that they know more than their mother and their father. It's not when they are 15, 16, 17, no. No, when they are between 8, 9, and 10, they actually believe in themselves. This one walking here believes he knows everything and the mother doesn't know anything. Yes. It was the same age I was talking to myself and I noticed when I say something, so yeah, daddy, yeah, I know. Ah. I, I, yeah, I know. Ah. Yeah, I know. Then I said, ah, this boy knows everything. How is that possible? So I made a note to shut him down and then I was talking to him. I said, he said, Daddy, I know. I said, shut up. You don't know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Don't be a child that God is asking you. Sometimes I've asked people a question. I, I don't know how to put it. I don't want to say it's a set-up question because I don't really set up anybody. You know, I, and I don't say it's a trap. No. But I've asked people some wise questions. Yes. And that's the time you see the display. Yeah, that I, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, let's be humble. Sometimes God will ask you, just say, God, you are the one who knows. Are you listening to me? Yeah, you are the one who knows. Yes, and I'm not even talking about pretense. You're genuine. Lord, you are the one who knows. Yes, help you. Ah. <laughs> All right, give me seven more minutes. <laughs> give, give me extra time, seven minutes. Sometimes extra time is seven minutes. I thought you had something, uh, microphone. I was coming to, to me. <laughs> verse four. Take me to verse four. Let me just show you quickly. We, we are going to pray today. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. One of the things you must come to believe in is prophecy. Yes. Prophecy enough that you will speak to dead bones. Remember I've spoken about some of the dead bones. Maybe you started a business that failed. You started something that didn't work out. So those bones you are able to now prophesy to them. Are you listening to me? So God was telling the prophet, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them. So prophecy is actually saying something. Yes. 
Don't pretend you knew it. Yes. Prophecy is actually saying something. Yes. What do you want to see? This year, what do you want to see? Are you waiting to record other failures? Do you understand? So, prophesy and say. So, prophecies are actually sayings. They don't even have to be very mysterious. Do you get it? It just has to be a saying and somebody has to believe it. That's why those of you who come to church and when the pastor says, the Lord bless you, you nod your head, you are not prophetic. And nodding your head is not a good response to prophecy. But to say amen, which means let that which is spoken come to pass. That is a very spiritual response to that which is prophesied. And in a service, a lot of things are prophesied. But people don't believe it. Yeah? People don't believe it. You know, people think that it's only when you call somebody forward, do you see, and then you tell them something, that's prophecy. No. Yeah? As we are here, I can make a statement, and if you are very, very spiritual, that becomes your prophecy. Yes. It becomes your prophecy. You can boldly say you have been prophesied to. You can boldly say that. You get the point now. Verse 5, quickly. Thus said the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath. Watch this now. I'm showing you. This is also related. I'm connecting this to Romans 8, where we just came from. I will cause what breath to enter into you and ye shall live. He will cause what? Breath. Who is the one speaking? God. Remember this is the same God in the garden of Eden who formed man from the dust of the earth. Uh-huh. And then he breathed into man. And the Bible says man became a living soul. That is the same God that is saying, I will cause breath. I will cause breath. It's not the first time he is going to resurrect an inanimate thing by breath. Come on now. I'm, I'm showing you something. I'm going to make a connection in a GV. It's not the first time he's going to bring to life an inanimate thing by breath. Do you get it? When I finish this connection, I'll show you one quick connection and then we get up and pray. Amen. Good. Verse 6. And I will, I will lay sinews upon you and I'll bring flesh up upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you. He'll put what? Breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 7. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied there was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together bone to bone. This year things will come together for you. Yes. Verse 8. And when I beheld lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them and the skin covered them above but there was no breath in them. Again connect back to the garden of Eden. Adam laid there formed but 
there was no breath in him. Many of us are in that situation as Adam was and as the bones were in Ezekiel 37, 8. We are covered with flesh. We look like we're living, but there's something we're missing that is not bringing to life our dreams, our visions, our goals, our aspirations. Come on now. I don't want to preach it. Do you understand? So we are in that same state like Adam was in the garden before the breath and like the bones before the breath. You get it? You get it? Verse 8, verse 9. Then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Now this is where the game changes. Prophesy. God is the breath that God is going to put into these resurrected bones. So he's telling the prophet, now prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man. And say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four corners, from the four winds. Oh, breath. The four winds are the four corners or the four cardinal points. The north south west east so he was commanding wind move from the north move from the south move from the west move from the east the four winds oh breath and breathe upon this lane that they may live verse 10 so i prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and stood up upon their feet and exceeding great army. Go back to verse 9. So, God said to him, prophesy unto the wind. What is the wind? The wind is the symbol of the Holy Spirit. The wind is the symbol of the Holy Spirit. Are you making a connection now? The same thing God breathed into Adam, alright, was his own spirit. The, the, the wind is the symbol of of the Holy Spirit. Then let me make the connection again. When Jesus resurrected from that, I believe it is John chapter, uh, uh, the Gospel of John, when he was about to ascend now, the Bible said he breathed on the disciples. So, breathing over people, that's why sometimes you've been in this church for long, during ministration, you blow wind. You see me blowing wind. That, that's if you have been around for a while. You get the point now? Yeah. So in John 10, uh, John 22 and 2, he said, and when he has said this, he breathed on them and said to, unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Can, can you see the connection I've made? Because when you breathe, it's wind that comes out. Do you get it? And that wind, Jesus is saying, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive you the Holy Ghost. So, that spirit, that spirit that raises from the dead is the spirit of resurrection. And in a few hours, many years ago, that spirit was gearing up to raise our slain Savior, our slain Lord from the clutches of death and from the sting of death. And from the power of the grave. And the grave and death could not resist the spirit of resurrection. Yes. 
So when you have that spirit, that is if you have that spirit. <laughs> yes. You breathe into things and they come to life. Yeah. Believe it. Amen. Believe it. Tell your neighbor, why are you not believing it? Some of the most difficult people um, to get blessed are people who are often absent-minded when they are in the presence of God. Yeah. Have you, have you seen such people? They switch off. They zone off. Yes. Those are some, you can stay in church for 20 years. If you have zoning of spirit, you rarely get blessed. Because in an atmosphere like this, there is what we call stirrings. Do you understand? Bishop Oyedepo many years ago said he traveled all the way to um, sit in a meeting for uh, Brother Hagen, you know, um, Kenneth Hagen. And he said he will not so much as even lift his eyes off to look at anything else. And he said in a prophetic meeting of that nature, you may never know when the spirit of God touches you. It may be when he smiled at you. It may be when he looks at you. It may be when he passes by. He said for him he was just attentive for any touch at all. And some people sit in the church and they zone off. Some people you really have to, they are not sleeping, but you have to call them back here. Yes, as they are here, their mind has traveled. Yes, they are seated here and their soul is in Humsalaba. Yes, for the Easter gathering, they, they, yeah. Learn to never zone off in God's presence. This is not a lecture room. It's a spiritual atmosphere. Come on now, let me hear your amen. Yeah. yeah. You see them. Some, some, when they zone off, let me show you what they, some people will start doing. Leave your fingers alone. They've zoned off. Yeah. You see them. They, when pastor do zones off, this is what he does. Yeah, when he zones off, you see him twisting his hair. Sometimes I wonder, what is he looking for in his hair? What does he want the hair? You, when people zone off, you see they find a particular activity. Yes, you just know the person has zoned off. Yeah. And th- that time, the Holy Spirit is passing by you. But, so she's busy. Then the Holy Spirit passes you by to the next attentive person. Yes. That's when they passed by the beautiful gate. Peter said to the beggar, look upon us. Yes. Which is to say, look at us. Yeah. Look upon us. So, learn to not zone off. Do you get it? Yes. In God's presence. Yeah. You can't sit here and be doing like you have zoned off. Now it's your beard that is suffering. Yeah. <laughs> Some people after they zone off and they come back, then they drink from their cups. Yes, to wash down their thoughts that have just come. 
Careful. Yeah, I want you to be alert in God's presence. So you don't miss anything. Yeah? And I believe it's powerful. Last scripture. Can I give you one last scripture? The rest will get it in the course of the prayer. Wow. John 5, 21. For as the Father raised up the dead and quickened them, even so the Son quickeneth whom he will. Even so the Son quickeneth whom he will. So you can see that God is in the business of the raising of the dead. <laughs> it's too powerful. Yeah, he's into the business of the raising of the dead. He can even resurrect a dead career. You see, you can't say amen. Yeah. Some of you, you, your career is as good as dead. If you have earned 30,000 for the last five years, it's as good as dead. You are in ICU. You are on what we call maintenance. You got a point now? Yeah. So even dead careers can be resurrected. Yes. Dead businesses can be resurrected. Yeah. Happy Lisa doesn't give me two good offerings. Like her offerings are not so good. Yes. Sometimes you tell me uh, of a project that they have not had any contact. So I also pray for it. Then I'll just pray. People who have not called her, they will now call her. Oh, can you send us um, an order? But she's not prophetic. So, Apostle, I want to send you a seed so that the order we can get. Yeah. After so long, I've resurrected even a phone call. I think you don't understand what I'm saying. That's a sign that Charlie move. You don't get it. Like from. They, they have not contacted you for how long? Then you told me two weeks ago, I started praying. Then you are remembering, can you send us a quotation for something as is, right? Instead of being prophetic, apostle, I am giving you this information together with a seed. He said, oh, they have called me. Yeah, they have called you. <laughs> Be spiritual. Some of you don't believe that a prophet eating your offering is powerful to turn things around in your lives. You don't believe it. Yeah, you don't believe it. Yeah. Ask her, she'll tell me. And I start praying. Two weeks, three weeks, she'll get a call. But she never follows with the prophetic seed. Today is when I'm saying it. Why should I have prayed and they call you for a quotation and you don't get a quotation? It's because you yourself, you are not spiritual. So I'm informing you that we have been called. And um, I'm informing you together with a seed. Yeah. Go and eat lunch on my behalf. Yeah. And you see that now they say, oh, go and do this job. Yes. Yeah. You are not spiritual. <laughs> As for informing me, you have to, how did they call you? They haven't called you for how long? Now they have called. Normally, you say, oh, Elvina said they have called us to come in. You, know, you receive the call sometimes. Who receives the call sometimes? Who gets the call? Yes. After a long time, I'll pray. Then they get the call. Yes. 
But I mean, this is Kenya. It's a wonderful country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The job has not come, but he wants to eat some money ahead. <laughs> Be spiritual. It's not always about the money. Do you understand? It's not always about the money. <laughs> it's not always about the money. Yeah. Some, some of you, you, you never believe how things are made to happen. Yeah. If we tell you. Some of you, your lives will change if you become very receptive to the voice of the spirit. When he tells you, do this, do that. Yeah. Again, I've told you, it's the spirit that brings about resurrection. Yes. Sometimes I, people who I, you, I pray for people, I pray for people. They've gone for how many interviews, eh? Nobody has called them. I, then I start praying for them. Then they get a call for an interview, but they are not prophetic. They just tell me, oh, they have asked me to, I'm going. I say, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> Keep going. Yes. <laughs> how about doing something to provoke God? And provoke God's favor. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. That's, you see, you, you, you came and I pray and you have been called. After how long? Something should tell you that, Charlie, let this one not be just an ordinary call. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Don't envy me. Go and look for anointing. Simple. <laughs> Don't envy me. Just go and look for anointing. Simple. Yeah. Huh. Alvina's sister was looking for a house in Germany. What I'm saying, is it true? Do you believe what these other ones I'm saying also? Or you don't believe it? Yeah. She was looking for a house in Germany. And I told her, tell your sister to send me an offering. Yes. It's not many people... The sister is married to a Nigerian. She understands our ways. Uh-huh. So I can ask you. I can't ask you. <laughs> so I've been living with you with knowledge. Yes. But she, she has the understanding. So I, 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 send her, I told her, tell your sister to send me an offering. If she's looking for a house. Yes. Because she had explained the circumstances. You have to wait for CG. How long before they call you? You go for interviews. And how many people are looking for that same house? How many people? Over thousands of people looking for the same house. You'll be surprised that many Africans in Germany are living in refugee camps. They don't have like a home. No, 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 no. Whenever there's space in a camp, you go and take it. Yes, that's a situation of many, many Africans in Germany. Yeah. Do, do you understand? Yeah. So, I told her, tell, tell her to send me an offering. I think within 24 hours, the offering arrived. I ate the offering. I was very happy. <laughs> and she got the house. Yes, out of thousands that are looking for the same house, she got the house. Do you understand? Yeah. I said, don't envy me. Just get some anointing. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Just get some anointing. That's all. <laughs> uh, bring me venison such as I love. 
And when I eat and my soul is satisfied, I will bless you. Some of you want the prophet to bless you on a hungry stomach. (laughs) You see, the blessing has come, but it's not empowered. Yes, the empowering aspect is missing. The prophet is willing to prophesy, but I couldn't guvu. And guvu comes through the venison. You get a point now. <laughs> but you see, I can't tell you that. You don't understand our ways. Yes. So I only tell people who understand the ways. Yes. The ways to get things done. Anything in which you are in competition with others, you must do what puts you ahead of them. And the Indians are very powerful when it comes to that. Yeah. Why do they win contracts? And Christians don't win contracts. They're always winning contracts. What do you th- they go to the temple. They give offerings. They even give offerings to monkeys. You Have you ever given one loaf of to, to a monkey? They even go and give offerings. You, you joke with what you see them. If you go to, uh, what's that place called? Um, City Park. Right? On certain days, you see they have come with whatever, an offering for monkeys. You'll be surprised that the guy distributing bread to monkeys, do you understand, is bidding for a contract worth millions. And then he has come with offerings for monkeys. They are even giving monkeys. Look at me, do I look like monkey? And then the guy will go, he gets a call. Patel, please, you have a, <laughs> you have won the contract, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so true. You get it. It's only, it's only Christians who don't believe in sacrificial giving. Yes. I've been in this church for how many years? As old as, I'm as, I'm as old here as the church is old. Kwana has never given me an offering. Like Apostle, I, 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 I want to give you, he brings me an envelope. I think he'll do it when I'm dead. Like he doesn't believe in such things. Yes, he doesn't, he doesn't believe in such things. Yes. <laughs> you, get, you get the point. There are people who don't believe in such things. Yes. And I'm telling you, it's also responsible for the level at which many of you operate. Yes. It's responsible for it. Be on your feet and let's pray. (laughs) Seven minutes. You have made me gone. How many more minutes? (laughs) This is an Easter prayer that you will remember. Play that my song for me.
Lift your voice, begin to worship the Lord. Begin to worship Him. Lord, I give you thanks. Lord, I give you praise. Thank you, O Lord, for your power. Thank you, O Lord, for your good works in my life. I give you thanks, O God. Thank you, Lord, for the amazing grace. Thank you for your love, O God. Thank you for your masses, O God. For your love and masses endure forever. And your faithfulness to all generations. Thank you for salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for salvation. I thank you, Lord, for your blood. Thank you for your new masses. Thank you for your new masses. Thank you, Lord, for supernatural peace. Thank you, Jesus, for boldness. I come before your presence with thanksgiving. I come before your presence of God, giving you praise, giving you praise, giving you praise of God. in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for victory. Lord, I thank you for all amazing things. 
that you are about to do akataya mazafari akapa kazura kapali presha kapa nintali presha kachua ebaba kazuta libre kapa makatele presubari akapa shantana mazeke paria kazubara katalamana sendele presubari akapa kakosa karia kapa mazendele presudali akapa lazua kadia zuparia kapa Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to, be, to come and cry unto your presence, to come and cry in your presence. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God, for this atmosphere. Thank you, O God, for your presence. Lord, we think on the worship. I worship you, O God. I worship you, O God. I exalt your holy name. I exalt your holy name. Lord, I give you time. Lord, I give you time. I give you time, oh Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you ready? Amen. I want us to pray for something that is lacking for which we never see um, things come alive in our lives. Can you take me to Romans 4, the verse 17? Give me the NLT. Romans 4, 17. NLT. Are you here? 
sometimes we are fixated on what is dead and we operate our lives oblivious of his resurrection power is dead yes and then somebody will leave fixated on it if you want to see the deadness removed it requires something so the bible says that is what the scripture means when god told him he's talking about abraham i have made you the father of many nations I have made you the father of many nations. God has made Abraham the father of many nations and he's yet to have a son. And he's old. Sarah stopped menstruating many, many decades ago. And then God is telling her husband, you are a father of many nations. I want you to see something clearly in this picture. Nothing is operating. But he says, I have made you. So it's not what you see physically right now. It is what he has said. Are you listening to me? have made you a father of many nations so you may have failed but if he says I have made you it means that in God's mind he's finished making you what you are seeing is not what he has made you have to now activate what we call the resurrection power This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life. Do you know why he does that? Do you know why he does that? Do you know why God does that? Talk to me. Do you know why God does that? Oh, you are feeling cold. You are fixated on feeling cold. Instead of fixated on resurrection power. Hey. Do you know why God does that? Is because God cannot be the God of the dead. He is the God of the living. He is the God of the living. Yes. People will only see God when your business is living. If he's dead, they can't see God. He's the God of the living. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life. Which means that is what he does. God is in the business of bringing the dead back to life. That's his preoccupation. That's what he's doing. And who creates new things out of nothing? Verse 18. Even when there was no reason for hope. Some of you, if you look at your lives right now, there is no reason for you to be hopeful. <laughs> the last, last time you touched Pesa was in 2002. You have been operating a cashless economy. 
So when you look at your life, there is no reason for hope. So the Bible says, even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hope. Abraham kept hoping, believing that he will become the father of many nations. Some of you, the first thing we need to resurrect is your faith. Some of you are, you have dead faith. For God has said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. So Abraham kept hoping, believing. Hoping, believing. Hoping. Some of you think that it is God's business to give you the promise and to keep hoping for you. It is you that must keep hope alive. God will never do that for you. It's not God that will give you the prophecy or give you the word and then he believes for you. If you choose not to believe, don't believe. But for Abraham, he kept hoping, believing. Give me this in the message. When everything was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway. Deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw he couldn't do. Do you know what he saw he couldn't do? (laughs) Do you know what he saw he couldn't do? I said, do you know what he saw he couldn't do? It is the most depressing moment in any man's life. When When the man sees he cannot do. It's the most depressing time in a man's life when he sees that he cannot do. When Abraham saw that he couldn't do, when when he saw on the basis of what he saw, he couldn't do. Yes, but on all God said he would do. Yes, Abraham knew that the last time he had an erection was when Sarah was a young girl. And the thing now is dead. I'm a kufa. The thing has retired. He, he doesn't remember the last time that Sarah played with the boy. What do you think made Sarah laugh in Genesis 18 when the, she heard the angel saying that, oh, I'll return next year and Sarah, the wife, shall have a son. She knew. I'm a kufa. Ule amuse, I'm a kufa. John, John, yeah, Musea, I'm a Kufa. And when you read that point, when you see that my physical ability is non-existent, that's when faith should keep in. Many of you, you, you are rather hopeful on yourselves. Yeah, you can't do it. Sarah laughed. Sarah had a, a reason for laughing. She, she knew the man that was receiving the prophecy. Let, let, me, let me paint the picture for you. Let me paint the picture for you. You are a husband and a wife and you came to church. Do you understand? And um, sometimes men have erectile dysfunctions. Yes. They have erectile dysfunction. You see, if you are a sensitive person, don't come to this church. I, do, I don't want to be making 
uh, announcements before I say some things. <laughs> you understand? So a man and a wife are in the church, all right? And the last, the man has an erectile dysfunction. He doesn't get it up. Do you get it? And then the prophet calls the man and he's prophesying to the man. Do you understand? And he says, you're going to be a father. Yeah. I see November next year, you are carrying a son. Maybe they have also gone to the hospital and the doctors have said that the man also doesn't just get it up. He has low sperm count. So if the wife is seraic in nature, do you understand? And she's in a congregation, you see that she'll be laughing at the prophet. She'll be saying, you see, this is what I've been saying. You see, you should have asked me before prophesying to the man. (laughs) So there were reasons for which Abraham should not have believed. Yeah, when he he saw what he saw, he couldn't do. So he said, ah, me, I've seen what I can't do. But now let me see what God, he himself will do. Yes. And so, he was made. So, because of that, the Bible now shows you the basis for his making. So, when he realized, I can't do it, he can do it. He was made father of a multitude of peoples. God himself said to him, you are going to have a big family, Abraham. He's talking to a man. I think you understand the message now. So careful. Those of you who don't believe in God's ability, don't even pray. Stop wasting your energy. You must see that I can't do it. He can do it. So what stands in the way is the flesh. Yes. What was standing in the way of Abraham was the flesh. And God moved beyond the flesh. I said God moved beyond the flesh. I said, God moved beyond the flesh. So the first thing we're going to pray for this morning is for the resurrection power. And have it in mind that tomorrow is resurrection morning. Yes. What do you think was happening in the heavens when Jesus was in the grave? (laughs) The whole of heaven was at, at attention. Right about now, the whole of heaven is at attention. Yeah. The angels were waiting to see will the father leave the son to remain in the dead? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I should do Bima tomorrow. I should teach something tomorrow. Bima or something. <laughs> You're afraid of Bima now. <laughs> We do something, not Bima. It will be Bima. Bima. The whole of heaven was watching. The angels were watching. What's going to happen? And then the clock was ticking. Day one, day two. The hours were going. Yes. All the way into resurrection morning. Careful. So, beyond myself, beyond yourself, beyond your failures, 
beyond your inabilities, resurrection power comes into play. Yes. I want you to believe that. Yeah. Believe it even before you start praying for that resurrection power. Yeah. That business can resurrect. Yeah. That business can rise from zero to a million. You, You just have to know it is his resurrection power. Yeah. Not you. Lift up your right hand. Say this after me. Say, Lord, move beyond myself. Move beyond my inabilities. Say, let your resurrection power come upon my life in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and begin to pray for that resurrection power. I'm not hearing you, church. This is a time to travel for yourself. Come on, child of God, you came to intercede and to pray for yourself. My God, Resurrection power, 
Come on, pray. Pray for resurrection power to operate in your life. Pray for that resurrection power. Resurrection, 
Yes, 
So I hope you truly prayed for that spirit. Yeah. Otherwise, moving forward, anything you are doing by way of prayer is an exercise in futility. I hope you really. So if you didn't really pray and you felt, Charlie, it may come. Do you understand? Is my Swahili correct? Like it has come. Do you feel it? Yeah. If you don't, you don't feel like I. I think he has come. At least just the possibility alone. Do you get it? Yeah. You need to pray until you have what we call convictions or confirmations. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Never come to prayer and be looking at the prayer leader. When will he change the prayer? It's, it's not car engine oil. Hey. Do you get it? 
Yeah, the prayer is stopped when the spirit wants it stopped. Yeah, so yours is to just travel, pray, pray, pray. Never be looking at me. I'm not your problem. <laughs> Do you, you get the point? I'm not your problem. Yeah, and if the prayer is going on for long, it's an indication that the spirit, you see, when you go to a blacksmith shop and you see the guy hammering, hammering something, hammering a point, hammering is because he needs to see something done on that spot yes and normally when you're cutting down a tree using an axe or whatever tool you see that you have to cut a particular angle and spot and keep digging in until you're able to fall the tree you get it and prayer is like that that's why prayer is work do you get it when that's when someone wakes up. <laughs> it's an indication. <laughs> By that time, my quiet time has come at 3.45. <laughs> hey. Now, <laughs> that's a by the way. Do you understand? Prayer is work. So, when you are praying, you see, you, you, when you are praying and you are like this, you are not working. I don't think you are working. Yeah, prayer is work. And you must feel like you are putting in the effort. Do you get it? Yes. So we are now that we've prayed for resurrection power, we're now going to stir that power over certain things. If the list doesn't cover, and after that the list will be on the on the screen for the duration we're praying. Uh, if the list doesn't cover anything that pertains to something that perhaps is dead in your life. Give me some of the things that are dead in your life. Dancing stars. Did I hear dancing stars? <laughs> Give me some of the things that are dead in your life. I have a few here. Yes. Finances. I have a few. Just mention a few things. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, ministry is for me. Yeah, they have killed my ministry. So I need the resurrection. Yeah, so that one I've, I've put it down is for me. Yes, it's me who needs the resurrection right now. And I'm coming to cry to God. Yes, for the resurrection of my ministry. Yes. You got a point now? That one is for me. Leave that one. Don't pray it. Even when they throw it on the screen, don't pray it. You pray for finances. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Mention them. Stop pretending you don't have any dead things. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. The others, you are the ones who go to school and everybody does the work for you. Mercy. So we're coming to now activate the resurrection power. Do you understand? To cover almost anything perhaps that is probably dead. Yes. Sometimes the thing is dead but you don't know it's dead. Yes. One day Jesus told a church in the book of Revelation you think you are alive but you are dead. (laughs) The thing is dead. But you think it is alive. Yeah. And you don't argue. When you are told the thing is dead, you don't argue. Do you get it? Yeah. 
So there's a proverb that says that if you are told that your, the child you are carrying at your back is dead and you are arguing, the child will wake up for us to see. You get the point now? Yeah. Sometimes dead, death looks like sleep. Yeah, that's why you don't argue. Do you get it? Yes. If, let's say, in a month, the match you get that you can call a miracle is 2,000, and they are telling you your finances is dead, you are arguing, it will resort for us to see. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So, when we talk of dead finances, it's not the time to say, yeah, but my finances, pray. Yes. Pray. So, this moment is a moment of like covering all the angles of anything that possibly must resurrect in your life. Yeah. Some of you, the person who used to favor you, the last time he talked to you was 2005. So, we are even coming to resurrect dead communications. Good you see, there are communications that are good, but they have died. Yes. As for the bad communication, let them die. The one that I've been sending you a picture of his bolo bolo, don't resurrect that one. <laughs> that one should die. Leave it to die. Do you understand? Yes. But there are some good people God gave to your life who suddenly have gone quiet on you. Do you get it? They no longer favor you. So there are good communications that are dead. We're going to pray for some of those things. You see, if you don't believe this, believe it today. Your life, even if you're a millionaire, listen, you still need millionaire friends in your life. There will never be a time you, you don't need anybody. If you're a millionaire, imagine a millionaire goes to another millionaire and says, I need a loan from you. And he's a millionaire. The other millionaire asks him, how much do you need? So, you know, I'm, I have a business that's going to cost me about 200 million. So I need 100 million. He's not broke. But he needs another hundred million to do that. So even when you become powerful, you become a millionaire, you still need some millionaires in your life. If you don't understand that one, I cannot help you. Now, how much more in your condition? Titus, I'm talking to you. How much more in your condition? If Titus comes to me and says, Apostle, I need a loan of 200,000, I'll never give him. <laughs> I will never give him. <laughs> you get the point now. I'll never give him. He'll disappear. Yeah. But millionaires ask loans of each other. Yeah. The guy is going to do a project. The project is, he has 500 million. He just needs 100 million to complete. He has 500 million. I watched a documentary of money launderers and one of the money launderers had bought a refinery for 500 million dollars. You live in this one and say, I couldn't have pesa. Some 
body coughs out 500 million dollars. I'm buying a refinery. Yes. Just like that. Yeah. Hey, me, I want to be bro- like Brother Paulo. <laughs> Brother Paul is powerful. <laughs> I'm looking for him, by the way. <laughs> oh, Jehovah. <laughs> you need a Brother Paul in your life. <laughs> uh, only, only Opudo understands what I'm saying. Who is that? Huh. Hey, not 500 million shillings. Dollars. I'm buying a refinery. 500 million dollars. If I had 500 million dollars, I'll buy the whole of Limuru and turn it into a Bible campus. <laughs> buy the mountains, the, the, all the up and down places and turn it into a paradise for Jesus. But of course, you, you won't buy it. I know what you buy. <laughs> you go to, for vacation in Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> uh, somebody's story is about to change. Some of you enjoy operating little, small, small things. Yes, that, that affinity to small, small things is about to change. Yeah. So we are coming to now activate the resurrection power to cover a few things. Thereafter, they'll put all of them on the screen for your prayer. Is that all right? Lift up your right hand. My, 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 my. Say, Father, I recover every miracle, every breakthrough that died in my life. Say, Lord, I stir up. I activate the spirit of resurrection, the power of resurrection over my finances over my business enterprises over good but dead relationships over good but dead communications over good but dead connections say Lord I activate Resurrection power over dead avenues. Say, I activate resurrection power over dead professions, over dead careers. Say, today I activate resurrection power in any dead organ in my body. Or any dying organ in my body, say I activate resurrection power 
over dead favor right now over dead ministry over dead communications over dead favor in the name of Jesus Open your mouth and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice, 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 begin to pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Activate resurrection power. I want to see you traveling. I want to see you fighting for your destiny. Don't just stand there. Fight for your destiny. Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Come on, lift your voice, pray. Oh God, lift your voice, pray, 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 pray. Whatever is dead, command resurrection power. I can't hear you, I can't hear you. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availant man. Put fervency in your prayer. The force of deadness. Must give way to the force of resurrection. Let the force of darkness give way to the force of resurrection. Come on, lift your voice and pray. Command it, command it. My God, my God. I cannot hear you. Open your mouth. Open your mouth and pray. Don't whisper. Don't whisper. Command, command. Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. Come on, pray. Lift your voice and pray. Travel, travel, travel. Command it, command it. Resurrection requires commanding. Commanding. Exercise authority over deadness. Exercise authority over the power of deadness. Come on, lift your voice and pray. Command it. Ba 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 
Resurrection, oh Lord, 
pray, pray, child of God, pray. Command, command, command. My dead favor. I command it. Come I command my dead favor. Ah, 
something before we pray further. Some of you don't know how to command. In situations like this, it's not a suggestion, it's a command. Amen? Let me show you two places in the scripture where authority was invoked to resurrect something. Take me to John 11 verse 40. John eleven forty. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. It's important that you believe. Yeah. Some of us, we need to pray for faith. We have walked in unbelief for too long. That unbelief is the normal we know. When you are broke, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Many of you is how to lie. Not faith. Not faith. Not expectation, not hope. Who should I send a text message to now and lie to? Mm, yeah, Mandela. When you, are, you don't have money, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? It's not faith. It's not hope. It's not a living with an expectation. It is for most of us a desire to 
conspire something. So, unbelief is the normal for many people. Unbelief. Listen, if God doesn't touch somebody to remember you, eh, you are like a dot in the midst of 8 billion people. A dot. (laughs) If he doesn't touch somebody, the person is going to sleep. He remembers Sam. The person wakes up. Ah, why is Sam? He, he, the, anything the person is doing the whole day. God has not put you in the mind of somebody. Forget it. You are like a dot in the midst of seven, eight billion human beings. Are you listening to me? Yes. This thing you are doing like the Catholic father sent you here to come and be washed with water. It won't, it won't do. You got to get some gutso and command some things. Do you understand? Some of you young men here standing and praying like Roman Catholic sisters. When you are commanding your girlfriends, you, you macho your voice. <laughs> now it's time to command some better things. You, you, are, you are praying like a Roman Catholic sister. Believe, believe. Do you understand? Believe. You will see the glory of God. Listen, I, we are living in the end times. And one of the things that should characterize the life of Christians, believers, is that we see the glory of God. Glory of God in our meetings. Glory of God in your life. Believe God. We are living in the time and era that you should see the glory of God. Verse 41. Look at this. Quick, quick, quick. Then they took away the stone. You see, that act alone. You see, first of all, if you go a little back, Jesus was saying that, Chale, the guy can even resurrect now. He's, oh, he has been dead four days now. <laughs> and he's even smelling. Some of you, one small question about something concerning you. You talk about the smell of your situation. No, no faith, no belief. When there is no faith and there is no belief, all you can ever smell is the stench of your problem. I'm teaching you something. Some of you, you live with the stench of your problem. Yes. I'll show you, we will pray against the stench of your problem. I'll show you what the stench of your problem is. The stench of your problem is called byword. Some of you, if things don't resurrect in your life, you'll be a byword. There's something called byword. <laughs> yeah, it's called byword. So now, after Jesus said, Verse 40, after, look at, after Jesus said, did I not tell you? Jesus had to preach again. But I've told you, if you would believe that you will see the glory of, once they heard it again, verse 41, then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. Got a point now? 
And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee. How can I say thanks? Those of you who don't involve thanksgiving in your prayers, even to resurrect the dead, Jesus says, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Too powerful. That thou has heard me. Some of you, you pray not believing that God has heard you. And I can tell by your posture in prayer, "Eh, Father, if you are in this place and you feel like hearing me, please hear me too, hear me too. Your, Your posture doesn't even demonstrate faith. I thank thee that thou has heard me. Verse 42. And I knew that thou hearest me always. It's not just this prayer. Ah, you have been hearing me, Kitambo. But because of the people we stand by, I said it. Do you get that? So Jesus was even praying because he looked around in too many unbelievers. <laughs> if you are ever called to go and raise the dead, make sure at least you go with some hopeful people. I'm speaking from experience. Not people that when you are, they now usher you into the room of the dead. Every one of them look at you like this. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? You see that you are the only one praying. And at that point, it was only Jesus who was praying. Yes. And he said, even that I said it is because of the people who stand by. That's why I'm saying that you have heard me. Yes. That they may believe that thou hast sent me. Yes. <laughs> 43. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with what? Stop pretending you cannot read English. If you like, put Swahili there. Put Swahili there. Let them see it. They'll read it in uh, you see something like about Saudi over there right now. You see Saudi. <laughs> he cried with a loud voice. Yes. Put the Swahili. Don't see Saudi there. <laughs> I know there'll be Saudi. I, I, I suspect there'll be Saudi somewhere. <laughs> ah, you see? I'm a prophet. There's Saudi there. <laughs> now, yeah. Akisha kusema hayo akalia kwa sauti ku Lazaro njo huku nje njo Lazaro you don't shout your Lazaro. You go home with Lazaro. Yeah. You have to shout for Lazaro to hear you. Lazaro. Okay. Lazaro. Lazaro. Okay. You don't shout. Lazaro will not hear you. You have here doing Lazaro will not hear you. If you need Lazaro to hear you. Diana, Lazaro. Okay, Lazaro. 
I'm still spoiling it. Lazaro. 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 Whichever. <laughs> you, you have Lazaro and you don't want to shout. <laughs> uh, you see, that's why I brought the Swahili version. Yeah. Saudi cool. We have been praying. I've not heard Benson Saudi cool. His voice is just small. How will Lazaro respond to you? In prayer, you need you need Saudi cool. Go to Luke seven. Not Israeli. <laughs> if not, the church has closed. Luke 7. The verse 11. And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain. And many of his disciples went with him. And what? Much people. Verse 12. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man. There was a dead man carried out. So like the dead man was being carried out. Do you get it? The only son of his mother. Hey! Hey! And she was a widow. Double whammy. She's lost the husband. Now she's lost her only son. You get it? Yeah. Some of you, you you lost your only job. Now, apply Sautiku and call back. You are doing Roman Catholic sisters' prayers. The only son of his mother, and she was what? A widow, and much people of the city was with her. The deception about funerals, if you are not experienced, is you think that people are with you. Yeah. It's just a few hours. Yeah. When my mother died, I and it is during funerals that you see if you die and you have the opportunity to look down from wherever you are do you get it you'll be surprised yeah when my mother died i eh, we received promises from uncles aunties family members we are here for you you know anything you need eh, don't hesitate to call us we are your family. Yeah, we are this. We are this. After the funeral, if I'll see them tomorrow, maybe I'll see them. Yes. Then we'll meet at another funeral. And you see them doing the same thing to whoever funeral. <laughs> That's the reception of a funerals. You get it. So the woman had many people around. Hey, yeah. 
the husband died a few years ago. Hey, yeah. Now the son. Hey, yeah. What will she do? Hey, yeah. Then they put their hand around the woman. They say, oh, I'll be there for you. It's a lie. Yes. It's, it's a moment of grief they are speaking from grief. Yes. <laughs> After that, you see that, Charlie, I'm alone. Yes. I'm alone. I'm alone. Verse 13. And when the Lord saw her, I love this, he had compassion on her. Only one person can have this kind of thing, the Lord. (laughs) He had compassion on her and said unto her, weep not. Yes. Usijali. Usilia. What is Usijali? Don't worry. Okay. My Swahili is not bad. I was almost there. <laughs> yes. Don't. Uh uh-uh. uh. Who is that? <laughs> you are causing trouble. Weep not. You get it? The reason is because the Lord of resurrection was about to do his miracle. Yes. Verse 14. And he came and touched the bear. And they that bear him to steal. So he came, he touched the coffin. Then the coffin carriers. You know those guys? You know those guys? <laughs> Do you know those guys? The ones who are putting it here lately. Do you know those guys? Then they stopped dancing. <laughs> and they stopped. <laughs> West Africa is a very funny place. <laughs> uh, Hey, that's somebody's career. Yeah, it's a full-time career. Every weekend, I can appointment. Yeah. Yeah, it's even funny now when, when the coffins are made into different shapes. Yes, yes. One woman used to have a chop bar. Yes, one woman used to have a chop bar. So when she died, her coffin was made like a sophoria. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then one, one, don't look at me anyway, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, one Malaya also died. <laughs> and they made the coffin in the form of a penis. Uh, she was buried in a penis coffin. <laughs> you can't be depressed in this church. If you are depressed in this church, you have a problem. <laughs> yes, they made her coffin in the shape of a pipis. Yes, it was a bolo bolo barrier. Yes. <laughs> if Titus was a customer, they looked for the shape of his bolo bolo and designed it. <laughs> All my stories are true. Yeah, she was buried instead of bringing the bolo bolo coffee. See the one you have brought. <laughs> yes, and they buried her in the. In the bolobo, everybody will just know that. Ah, okay. 
while she yet liveth. This is what she loveth the most. <laughs> Careful. Some of you, you don't have uh, designer coffins here. Yeah. You see, when I died, they'll design my coffin as a microphone. Yes, and bury me in a microphone coffin. Yes, that's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Pastor, do you believe my story? (laughs) Yes, she was buried in the coffin. Oh, yeah. All my stories are true. (laughs) Careful. (laughs) In fact, in this church, we need designer coffins. (laughs) Designer coffins. Uh, Careful. Okay, back to my look seven. Okay, I'm going to mention three people's name. When I mention somebody's name, you tell me the designer coffin. (laughs) Let me go away in peace. (laughs) So he came, you know what? It came to my mind because Jesus went and touched the coffin. So it just came to my mind. What if the coffin was designed like that? Careful. So, no designer coffins for us, okay? No designer coffin. Uh, So, and they that bear him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. You see, that is a command. Yes. Young man, I say unto thee, Amuka. Yes. Put the Swahili there. I think they now understand things better when we have the Swahili scripture. Akasema kichana na kuambia inuka. You are waiting to laugh. See your life. Inuka. Yes. Kijana. You are too young to die. They understand, too young to die. Kijana, Inuka, arise. Yes. <laughs> inuka. So some of you, you should pray some Inuka into things and you are there doing Roman Catholic sisters' prayers. Yes. This is not consolata or consolata or whatever. We are not looking for consolata sisters, is it? Consolata. Uh, <laughs> we are not looking for such sisters here. You get a point now? Yeah. So, I want us to narrow down on finances in this prayer. We want to breathe resurrection life into our finances. Do you understand? Yeah. And then when we finish finances, we'll not come to our body. Yes. Some of you, God forbid that you ever receive 
bad news about any organ in your body. I didn't hear you say amen. amen. I said God forbid. Yes, God forbid. So I want us to breathe the resurrection power. Remember the teaching about the air, which is symbolic of the spirit. Okay, and the fact that the spirit is responsible for resurrection. Do you get it? And we're going for finances. Maybe you don't need finances, but uh, send the breathing my way. I need it. Yes. (laughs) I need it. Yes. I think I even need it more than some of you. Yes. I need it more than some of you. I'm waiting for a prophetic inspiration to utter something. Yes, last year it was about signing something, was it? Yes. So I'm waiting for a prophetic, if not this um, turning point, another turning point. But I'm trusting God. Those things, you shouldn't take them for granted. Yeah, you shouldn't. When they come, it should be the word you hold on to. You fight for. You got a point now? Yeah. Akisema. Kijana. Inuka. <laughs> Akasema. Okay. Akasema. Now you, you people, you just like laughing at my failure of Swahili. Akasema. Kijana. Nakuambia. Inuka. Yes. So when you are praying, just remember, akasema, kijana, nakuambia, inuka. Yes. Uh-huh, that's somebody's waking time. Hey. After I posted my morning dew at 3.45 a.m. <laughs> By the way, the morning dew is always posted at 3.45 a.m. Yes. You got a point? Yeah. Uh, these days, some people pass by in the afternoon and say, oh, he has posted. Okay. Yeah. Let me see what he has said today. Yes. Then they, they hear one line. Then they write, Shalom. <laughs> hey. Nothing I no go see for this church. Yeah. I think after they have eaten lunch, they, oh, Apostle's Quiet Time. Now it's Apostle's Quiet Time. Oh. Yeah, it's Apostle's Quiet Time. Yes. Yeah. And it's, they go and write, Shalom. Amen. <laughs> At least write some three lines, write some four lines. Do you understand? Hey. <laughs> bring it back, bring it back. <laughs> okay, so attempt reading the last part from this after the first full stop. No, from after the first full stop. 
not hear you. Read it from the first full stop. You that has been laughing at my Swahili. Somebody said, Okakie. Okay. If you don't read it. Akakie ofuo no se abriente me se wo se Read it again. Aka akakie owuso no se abriente me se wo se nyani. Next, who, who wants to read it? Next, you come and read it. Oka kriye ou ou pono se aberante me so wo se nyane. Did you hear they are reading? Now pay attention. Oka tre ou pono se. Abrantie, Messi will say, Nyane. <laughs> so, you and I, who is better? When I read Swahili, I even am be- far better. O catre, O woofo no say, Abrantie, that's Kijana. Abrantie is Kijana. Yes. <laughs> A brandier, Missy will say, Nani. Yes. Like, the literal translation of Missy will say is more like, I put it to you, rice. Yes. I put it to you, rice. Yeah. <laughs> you heard what they read? At least when me, I read Swahili, it even, I make a bit of sense. In fact, I even make more sense when I read Luya. Hey. <laughs> this is Chi. Yeah, this is Asante. This is Chi. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, it's not, it's not even, this is not my language. I just read somebody's language. Yes. <laughs> I was just hearing some language. Yeah. So you see the command aspect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nyani. Yes. Nyani. Yes. Nyani. Like awake. Yeah. Awake. I put it to you. Awake. Yeah. So we're going to put it to our finance. Awake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nyani. <laughs> uh, careful. Put Kamba on the screen. <laughs> All right, lift up your right hand. <laughs> We're going to pray for your finances. We're going to breathe into our finances. Okay? It is important. Yeah, it is important. I think we'll pray for these finances twice. Yes. Um, first is the general prayer. Then finances as it connects to um, the works of your hand. Yeah, sometimes you can have the works of your hand and it's not backed by financial supply. Do, do you get it? Yes. Like, for example, if you sell tomatoes, you need money to, to stock um, or to meet an order, isn't it? 
Yes. So first of all, it's just breathing into our finances generally. Then we'll come to that as it pertains to. Do you get it? Yes. I should not get a contract I cannot service. Come on now. Come on now. Did you understand? Yeah. So then we come to that one before we pray for the organs of our body. Amen. Amen. Lift up your right hand. Say, Heavenly Father, I breathe the life of God into my finances and I reject every spirit of death attached to my finances in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and begin to pray right now. Come on, lift your voice. Begin to pray. Pray. This is your finances. Command, command the breath of God into your finances. I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. I 
Go with me to Job chapter 30. Job chapter 30. Give me the NLT version. Job 30. Amen. I want to provoke you to pray. If you are not careful and God doesn't come through for you, I want you to listen to Job 30. But now, I'm mocked by people younger than I. By young men whose fathers are not worthy to run with my sheep dogs. This is a great man who's fallen on hard times. Do you understand? Like a rich man who's fallen on hard times and he's recounting that right now, right now, say right now, right. I am mocked by people younger than I. Yeah. The people laughing at me are young men whose fathers... They are not even worthy to run with my sheep dogs. There are dogs that I use to head sheep or to head sheep. Yes, they are purposely for that. Like um, um, a breed called Border Collie. They are inherently wired to help um, headers with cattle or sheep or goats. They keep them in shape. You should see how they move when they are heading uh, yes. Or even ducks. Or just things that are kept and they are moving. So he says, these young men, they are fathers. My sheep dogs are even better than them. But today they are what? Mocking me. I'm sure you've ever heard somebody tell you, I used to be rich. Have you? Yeah. I'm sure you've heard it before. Yeah, I, I'm very sure you've heard it before. Yeah. So you reminisce over good times. Yes. Some of you, you didn't come from poor homes though. Yeah. Some of you who are firstborns or secondborns, you, you had the best time of life when there was money before job happened. There are situations like that, yeah? Do you get it? Yeah? Where at the time you were born, your father had money or your mother had money, you enjoyed. Some of you, that's why you are still spoiled. Yes, because you have enjoyed before. Do you get it? Yes, you used to go for school trips. (laughs) Yes. You went to international schools. You get the point now? 
Yeah, so that thing is still there. It's still there. Yeah. I can never forget as a kid, you know, around 14's age, when my mother moved me from an international school to a school close by where she moved to live. Yes, and the school was built with a board, like wood, yes. I showed the people who went with me the school. Initially, it was not built like that. It was wood. Yes. My classroom was in a wooden classroom. Yes. Up to class six. Odana. Yes. Sheep dogs, their fathers. Verse <clears throat> two. A lot of good they are to me. A lot of good they are to me. Those one out wretches. <laughs> Job can talk. Oh. They are gaunt with hunger and flee to the deserts to desolate and gloomy wastelands. I want to show you something quickly. They pluck wild greens from among the bushes and eat from the root of broom trees. They are driven from human society and people shout at them as if they were thieves. So now they live in frightening ravines, in caves and among the rocks. They sound like animals howling among the bushes, huddled together beneath the nettles. They are nameless fools, outcasts from society. And now they mock me with vulgar songs. They taunt me. You see, if God doesn't come through for you, you'll be in a compound with somebody and they'll lift a song in the morning. <laughs> you get a point now? You, do you understand what I'm saying? They'll lift a song. Yes. In the morning. Once they start singing, you know that, ah, hmm, I'm being insulted. Yes. Like if three lures are together and somebody lifts a song. Do you understand? In lure. And there are lure songs. There are lure songs that tell stories. You see that the story resembles your story. As they do us the meaning of this song. What's the meaning? Money kills. But it's also sweet. So your neighbor came home with a, 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 a brand new car. And then the music, and then when they buy car, they open the doors like that. Then the music on repeat. Is shilling and they play it. He's telling you something. Money kills, but anyway, it's also sweet. The choice is yours. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather you play the song or they play the song for you? I rather I play the song. Yes, the money is sweet, but it also kills. Yeah, so what should you do? What's the full song? What should you do? <laughs> Some of you don't even know the song I'm talking about. <laughs> so what's the full song? Money is sweet, it's also kill, so what? 
That's all. That's the whole song. Uh, but mention one or two lines of the song. Uh-huh. When you lack a shilling, uh-huh. <laughs> Pastor, do you, when was the last time you heard the song? <laughs> when you was a kid. <laughs> Some of you wonder where I've gone and fetched this song from. <laughs> I said, my neighbor, <laughs> my neighbor can play that song to me. <laughs> Sam, tell me, what are the, uh, so money is sweet, it can also kill, uh-huh, and then, that's the match that you know. <laughs> Some you are lying. <laughs> Bring me the words of that song. I need somebody to pray, knowing that she lingi <laughs> Bring me the words of the song. <laughs> Those of you pre- pretending that money is not sweet, you will see the lyrics. Put the lyrics on the screen or look for the song. Yes. <laughs> hey, if you don't have money, people will make mockery of you. Yes. It's playing on the speakers of the TV, we can't hear. Please, we can't hear. Uh-huh. <laughs> the money. You got a point now. <laughs> uh, some of you have remembered your 90s or your 80s. <laughs> 80s. 80s. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I was, I was working at KBC. That's how I know the song. <laughs> yes. Even if you are 70 and you have money, the young girls will leave the handsome men and they'll follow you. Yes. Muschana. <laughs> what does he mean? <laughs> hey, do you understand? No more mockery in our lives. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no more mockery. Yes. If you don't have money, you'll be mocked. Yes. Huh. Maybe you don't even know. Let me tell you this. I have learned by experience that in this life, People who are just a little better than you are the ones who mock you. It's just a little. Yes. <laughs> Two shillings better than you. Yes. Two shillings better than you. And you see they mock you. Yes. It is, it is strange to see the poor calling the poor poor. 
two shillings better than you. Yes. Hey. So, me, I don't want to be mocked. Yes. Let me start, tell you the truth. When you don't have money, even your own wife will mock you. Yes. So all these brothers here who are looking at me like, why is he playing shilling here? <laughs> Listen to wisdom. You have come for a full service. Yes, a full service. Is this, uh, what's the genre of this song? Rumba. You've come to full service with Rumba. <laughs> This is the only prayer meeting with Roomba. <laughs> uh, anyway, we have two more prayer points. Don't worry. You see, Jali, we are about to go. <laughs> uh, hey. So, do you want to be mocked? No. Yeah. Yeah. If you've had money before and today you don't have money, People mock you. Yes, like in the family. Yes. That's why the desire should be to continue rising and rising and rising and rising. Yes. Yeah. There will be no stage in your life that is meant for mockery. Yes. Some of you sisters in the church who are also being mocked because of your status. If you listen to me, you will not be mocked. Yes. You come to church with your husband. And you come to church with your children. And you hold your child in the church service like Gohan. Say amen. Yes. <laughs> yes. I see you climbing the stairs of the church with your better half. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Yes. Yeah, there, 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 there are areas of life that are used for mockery. Yes. One was the money part. The one is the status part. Yes. Areas of life that are used for mockery. Yes. Do you know that even if you have money, and you've never traveled out of your village, you'll still be mocked. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This world, there is no balance. Yes. This world, you no know balance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are rich, but they still mock you. Why? You have never traveled before. <laughs> hey. Ah, na, 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 na. Lift up your right hand. <laughs> enough is enough. Tell your neighbor, ask for me, enough is enough. Yeah. Say, Lord, I release my life from the spirit of death in any area that has brought about mockery of my person and of my destiny. Say in this resurrection hour. Let my life. Be set up. For your glory. And for your favor. In the name of Jesus. 
Say, I will not be a life mocked by people and mocked by my enemies. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself, child of God. Pray for yourself. I 
um, I believe that every one of us enters this world with what is called divine capital. I believe it. Yes. It will be unjust of God to send you into this world without divine capital. That's the foundation for everything that will happen in your life. Some people, others utilize their divine capital at a time when they are defenseless. I'm, I'm explaining something to you. So, let's say when you were just a, a child or a baby, somebody saw into your future or your destiny or your life and could tell what level of greatness awaited you and then tampered with it. I've said to you that when my father died, I believed my mother looked for his pension to no avail. Do you understand? Maybe that pension, if it was given, would have changed my family's situation at that time. Do you get it? But it as though somebody has utilized the thing. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. So, but this one is divine. So somebody who is spiritual, do you get it? Can make use of that capital. Just like it's money. Do you get it? When I was going to start this church, um, I, I didn't want to start a church here. I wanted to go to Tanzania. And I, had, I was given a Kikuyu pastor. You know? And uh, so I wanted to he was going to be one of my pastors when I came to start a church. So I gave him some money to go to Tanzania to look for um, a venue for the church and also money for instrument because I had preached and I had honorarium. So I, I was to go to Accra, change my bags, then now return for the mission. So he was to send me feedback on how the preparation was going. And I went to Accra and I waited. And I waited. And I waited. And then I waited. And then I waited. And then I waited. Nothing. I was hearing nothing. When I called his phone, Muteja. So I sent somebody to look for him. They looked for him. They didn't find him. But he heard that he was being looked for. So he sent me a long email to explain to me that the money I gave him to go look for a place for the church and for instrument, he has utilized the money for a family business. (laughs) Are you understanding the prayer? So the thing is yours, but it has been utilized. You haven't used it. Somebody has used it. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah, it's called divine capital. Yes, it's what has been invested in you for your existence or future as pertains to the life you will live. And then somebody at the time that perhaps you were defenseless 
utilize it and you have not been able to utilize it. Yes. So, I decided to fast and pray and curse him. And when I started the fasting and I started cursing him, God told me to shut up. And I said, why? And God said, but you are disobedient to me. I said, what do you mean? So, that's not where I sent you. Do you get it? And I came and I met you. So, look at what you have done to my life. (laughs) Careful. But do you understand the prayer point? Forget this other part. Do you understand the prayer point? Yeah, anything that is a divine capital that has been utilized not by you, by someone else, you're retrieving it to use. Yes, you're retrieving it to use. Look, when Jesus was born, the Bible says that wise men from the east visited him. And look at the divine capital. They gave him gold, they gave him frankincense, and they gave him mire. Yes, it's called divine capital. They gave him what? Gold. Yes. I don't know about here. In West Africa, when babies are being named and adored, it's also a time for receiving gifts of money. Yes. And gifts. All that gifts. Yeah. Some of you, you, you give birth. Um, no, but anyway, let me not go there. It's called divine capital. Say divine capital. Yes. If I didn't use it and somebody has used it, I'm collecting it back. Yes. If you didn't use it, somebody used it, you're collecting it back. You must use it in this life. And I believe that the success of every man is hinged on the utilization of his or her divine capital. Yes. It's hinged on it. This is a mystery. And I want you to pray. If somebody took your divine capital you are collecting it back with interest. I didn't hear your amen. I said you are collecting it back with interest. Lift up your right hand. See, it's raining, so you can't go anywhere. I'm lying, I know you can go somewhere. Let me finish so you can go somewhere. Yes. Some of you are going to see a foolish boy who says, come for Pesa. Say, Lord, by the power in the blood of Jesus, I retrieve, I collect back my divine capital with interest, and by the power in the blood of Jesus. I utilize my divine capital in the name of Jesus. Say, oh Lord, make me a blessing today in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray right now. 
Collect it back. I'm not hearing you. Collect it back. I'm not hearing you. Collect it back. Your divine capital. Lord, I call it back, Lord. 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 Lord
Under this anointing, we release resurrection into finances, into relationships, into communications, resurrection into favors in the mighty name of Jesus, resurrection into dead businesses, resurrection into communications that have long died. We release resurrection power. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the blessed miracle of resurrection. In Jesus' name. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m., Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklo on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.